Happy Sunday, guys. And just like every Sunday, I feel like we have to pour it out. Um, I stole that from a show called Sweet Magnolias. Um, and if you haven't watched it, you should. Um, but anyway, I want to talk to you guys about something. And like, I'm honestly like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. There is no, okay, there's going to be some disclaimers here really quick. Like, I'm going to talk about some rough stuff. So here's your trigger warning now. Um, but I want to talk about it in a lighthearted, comedic way, which none of it is really that funny. But I'm going to make it funny, if that makes sense. Because I feel like I just need to go in head first on this topic. Because it's really been on my brain to talk to you guys about this. And so let me take a big old sip. And if you need to get comfy, get cozy, grab a drink, turn me on in traffic, whatever you need to do. Well, maybe don't turn me on in traffic if I'm the one driving. <laughs> that joke was so fucking stupid. All right. So I want to talk to you about the worst kind of human that exists. Um, and no, I'm not talking about sex offenders. Um, those exist, and those are obviously, like, the fucking bane of everyone's existence and the absolute worst thing that exists. But I want to talk to you about another person or persons that exist and how they are probably the worst type of human being. Um, everybody in some way, shape, or form has been on the receiving end of this person or has been this person due to being in a state of mind where it was all you had, right? So what do I mean by I want to talk to you about this person specifically? There is no one person specifically. I'm just talking about this version of persons, okay? Um, they exist in a space where... They are the worst type of human because they are the type of human that will listen to you be open and vulnerable about something that has caused you pain, something that has caused you trauma, something that has caused you great stress in your life. They will listen emphatically and completely and wholeheartedly. And then when they're upset, they use that pain against you. The worst thing that you can do to a human is listen to their pain, listen to their trauma, listen, listen to their worries, and listen to the things that have hurt them in the past, and then turn around and throw it back in their face. Now, what do I mean by throw it back in their face, right? Obviously, I'm not going to sit here and say that someone throwing in the fact that I was sexually assaulted as a child, throwing that in my face, it doesn't mean that they're re-assaulting me. In their mind, they believe that they are causing me great pain. They believe that they are causing me great trauma and great stress and that they've won some sort of said argument that they've cooked up in their head, right? The truth is that one, I need to clean my glasses off. Uh, but the truth is, is that 
You're not re-traumatizing that person by throwing it in their face. What you're doing is actually letting that person know that you don't have shit on them. Now, what do I mean by you don't have shit on them? I'm cleaning my glasses still, guys. Um, what do I mean by that? Like, what? when you don't have shit on someone, it means that, like, okay... For everybody who has found themselves to this podcast, whether you've been a friend that I forced this down your throat or you found me organically or found me through a friend or whatever the case may be, you've made it to a place of self-awareness. You've made it to a place where you can talk about things that have hurt you in the past, but they no longer hurt you in the same way that they used to. It has taken me a lot of years of therapy to be able to sit and say, yes, I was traumatized as a child. Yes, I was traumatized in my teen years. Yes, I was traumatized in my early 20s. Yes, I re-traumatized myself by my dating patterns and everything like that because they were all unhealed wounds, right? But then let's say you get to a place now in your self-awareness journey where you decide that you're in a place to share that with people. To say, hey, you know what? Yeah, I lived in a fucking van when I was a kid. Yeah, my mom did drugs when I was a kid. Like, I made a joke the other day and I was telling someone about it and I was at work and I said, um, my friend was asking me, hey, how do you put these on? And they were like the leg parts to a wheelchair. And I said, oh, I got you. My mom used to steal wheelchairs from a hospital. First of all, that's good comedy. And second of all, but it was my real life experience. But I've gotten to a place in my life now where... It's okay for me to say those things. It's okay for me to get to that place and be like, yeah, my mom used to steal wheelchairs from hospitals. We used to have wheelchair races in our neighborhood. Um, like, it's fine. Yes, I know how to put this wheelchair together because we used to chop them up and sell them for parts. I, that shit doesn't bother me, right? But when I choose to be open about my past, which I'm very open about because I've gotten to a place of self-awareness, so when someone decides, hey, I'm going to listen to what she has to say about her past and her pain and everything she's been through, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen intently and I'm going to have her hear me and I'm going to let her know that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to talk to me about it. It's okay to do all of those things. But then when I'm mad, I can turn around and throw it back in her face. Do you want to know what that's giving it's giving middle school bully and you never grew out of it. Did you think like in some way, shape or form that somebody, when you throw something in their face that caused them significant trauma, that they're going to look at you and be like, oh my God, you're fucking right. That was me. Oh my God. This stuff was inflicted on me and it was no fault of my own, but you telling me about it years later... Oh my God, it hurts all the more. No, bitch. No, bitch. No, 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 no. And again, no. Because that's like this person deciding, oh yeah, well, guess what? You were sexually assaulted as a kid. And then you, then that person is standing around looking for a fucking high five. Ain't nobody high five in that shit. It also doesn't hit the same way it used to. Also, using that as an insult to someone is fucking weird. Okay? That shit's fucking weird. That's like looking at someone and, like, saying something to them. And you know those videos of, like, um, 
raccoons with uh, sugar cubes. And then they go towards, like, a puddle or something like that. And they put the sugar cube into the puddle. And then it disintegrates. And then the raccoon is just scrambling, trying to figure out where it went. That's what you look like when you insult people like that by using their pain against them. That's why I say you're the worst type of human. Because you allowed somebody to be vulnerable with you. You allowed somebody to open up to you. You allowed someone to trust you. And then you turn around and you throw it in their face. One, it don't hit like it did in middle school. It don't hit like it did in high school. It's the same with like men when they call chicks fat. For a woman who is self-aware, I'm going to tell you right now, fat don't hit the way it did in middle school. Um, there are people who give off fat bitch energy. I'll give you that much. Like, And they don't even have to be fat. And I'm not even body shaming. I'm just saying like people give off fat bitch energy. But the truth is, is that like when somebody decides to take ownership of your pain to make it not their own pain, but to make it their own version of that pain, it says more about them than it will ever say about you. It means that they looked at you, they assessed you, they saw you for everything that you were and everything that you weren't and realized that when they sized you up, they had fucking nothing. They had fucking nothing. They decided that they could say to you, you know what? I'm going to hit her where it hurts. I'm going to hit her where it hurts and I'm going to bring up her childhood or I'm going to bring up her shitty ex or I'm going to bring up the time that she fucked a guy in the back of a cab or I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I'm sure somebody listening to this has fucked a guy in the back of the cab. In the back of a cab. I don't know. It wasn't me, but... um. I've definitely made out in the back of an Uber, though. That's for sure. Uh, Uber driver was, like, less than pleased. And I remember him telling me, um, saying something like, oh, keep, it P keep it PG. Uh, shut the fuck up, okay? Like, I understand, but at the same time, like, just leave me alone. Let me do my thing. But when a person decides that they want to attack you in a way where it shapes the narrative and it shapes the statement or whatever you want to call it, that person is threatened, but they don't exactly know how to go about making sure that you know that they're threatened, if that makes any sense. Like they don't know how to go about it. So they'll decide to throw things in your face that you've told them in the past because the version that you are now, the version of you that exists now, they don't have anything on that human. So what do they do? They grab onto something that you told them and you said, hey, you know, this happened to me a long time ago, blah, 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 blah. And then they turn around, they're like, oh, yeah, well, guess what? Remember what happened to you a long time ago? Don't take ownership over someone's pain. And I can tell you that for, for certain that I've been on both sides of that coin. I've been the person who has 100% been told that like my past or my transgressions or things that have happened to me in the past have been my fault or they're the reason I am the way I am or I'm a loser or I'll, I'll never be anything more than a foster kid. I've been the person who has sat on the other side of those insults. But then I've also been the person who's thrown them at someone. I would say a different version of me has been the type of person to do that, but it's because I was coming from a very insecure place. 
I was coming from a very threatened place. And I have done that to people. And I'm, so I understand what it looks like on both sides. But if you do not take the steps to change that habit of being like, well, I don't have anything else to say, so I might as well attack their character. I might as well attack where they came from. I might as well attack everything that they stand for because I don't have anything else. If you don't take the necessary steps to correct that behavior, it's giving middle school bully and we're adults. I've never met a middle school bully that anybody respected. I've never met a mean girl that anybody respected. I've met a mean girl. I've met mean girls, I should say, that people have tolerated. I've met mean men that people have tolerated, but nobody's ever respected you because behind closed doors, people's opinions of you have changed. The truth is, if you use someone's pain that they shared with you, and you use it as a way to insult them or bring them down or to attack their character or to assassinate their character or to make them feel bad, please understand that that call came from inside your motherfucking house and you need to answer that. It's giving you did not do the fucking work and you have deep-seated issues that you need fixing. Sit with that for a second because I need a sip. I will say that being self-aware is a blessing and a curse because there's not a single person on earth that could bring up my past or bring up the things that I've been through in a way that is going to make me feel hurt. Are you my abuser? No. Are you my parent who inflicted that pain on me? No. Are you the family member that turned away from me when I was a child that was begging for help. No. So in no way, shape, or form is your opinion going to matter in the slightest about the fucking things that you say to me. Because you know what it's you know what it sounds like? And this is where it gets a little bit comedic. Because I think that like these people take themselves seriously when nobody else does. Also, I got a bottle of wine. And um, it doesn't say what kind it is. It just says, I'm not going to try to pronounce it. It's just French. Um, and I've been to France and I love their wine. But like, I don't know if I'm feeling this one. Um, but see, here's another thing. Someone told me once years and years and years ago, I would never amount to anything other than a foster kid. I can tell you right fucking now, without a shadow of a doubt, and I stand on fucking business when I say this. I've been to France. I've taken my summer in the south of France. I've been all over the world seeing amazing things. I never thought I would ever have a passport. I never thought I would go to school. I never thought that I would graduate with honors this last year. I never thought that I would work in the places that I've worked to help the people that I've helped. I've never thought that I would have the friends that I have. I never thought that I would have the life that I have. And you want to know what? It's way more than just a foster kid. So if somebody wants to slap a label on you, that's very generic, right? Like I have plenty of labels. I have Holly, the therapist, 
Holly the friend. Holly the comedian. Holly the social media wannabe influencer. I have Holly the independent single woman. I have Holly the girl who took a vow of celibacy. I have the... You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I have... Holly, the girl who grew up without a dad. I have Holly, the girl who was a foster kid. Holly, the sexual assault survivor. Um, I have all of these different labels that you could sit and slap on me. But there is absolutely no label out there that anybody could ever give me that I'm going to take into account when it comes from a negative, hateful place. I have been called every single fucking name in the book. And there is something in me right now that wants to cry and wants to get emotional. But then there's the bigger part of me, the self-aware part of me that says, absolutely no, ma'am. You will not cry. You will not be upset. You will not let that at all affect you. I have been called every single name in the fucking book. And... There was a time in my life where I was not as self-aware as I am now. And it affected me in so many ways. It hurt who I was as a person at the time. It hurt the way that I looked at things. It hurt the way that I shaped my narrative about myself. It, it hurt so many things that I was trying to accomplish and trying to do. And now... I could give a fuck. It reminds me of gum on the bottom of my motherfucking shoe. I quite literally do not give a fuck and neither should you. So let's say, obviously there's nobody sitting here with me. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give you guys some scenarios that may or may not have happened to you. You know, let's say someone says to you, you know, oh yeah, well guess what? It's fucking twin day and you don't even have a twin. Oh no, you fucking got me. Like, fuck, shit. I might as well go ahead and put the toaster in the tub right now. That's how it sounds when you use someone's pain against them. It sounds fucking stupid. And you think you're going to get this visceral reaction from someone. You think you're going to get this fucking wild ass expression of who they used to be. There have been times in my adult life where people have spoke to me out of the side of their fucking neck. And I've thought to myself, I could box you into oblivion. I could beat the shit out of you. I could do this. I could do that. I could do everything. But that's not who I am anymore. And these labels that you're trying to slap on me don't fucking matter to me because they don't exist within my person. You sound dumb as shit when you say stuff like that. Like, I'm sorry, but like someone who uses your pain against you or tries to in any way, shape or form to say things about like where you've come from, where your past, blah, 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 whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, guess what? You grew up without a dad. So did me and 70 something percent of America. Shut the fuck up. Absolutely. Nobody gives a fuck about that one. I can tell you that right now. But like, that's how stupid you sound. He's like, oh, yeah, well, you were molested as a kid. You're right. Oh, my God. Alert the church elders. 
I must go and take hold of that pain and relive it all over again because you decided to throw it in my face. What? Like, hello? Is this thing on? It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sorry, but no. None of those things make any sense to me, and they never will. That's why I say it's the worst type of person, because that person is also insecure and not self-aware. And insecurities, like I have told you guys before, are the loudest fucking things in the room. You could be sitting here asking someone over and over and over and over again, like, all of these things about why they would say things like that. But in all actuality, who gives a fuck? They said what they said. It doesn't fucking matter. It genuinely doesn't fucking matter. Somebody who is willing to use your pain as ammo is taking ammo out of somebody else's box. Somebody already hurt you. The damage was already done. Somebody already hurt you. You can't go back and like, I mean, I guess you could, and so trigger warning, if you don't want to hear this statement, turn it off now because I, just trigger warning, okay? You cannot, I guess you could, but it would have to be the same person, but you can't go back and re-assault someone. You can't go back and re-rape someone. You can't go back and re-fuck someone up the way that they were fucked up the first time, especially when you weren't the original doer. So taking those moments, taking those vulnerabilities and using them against someone that you claim to care about, understand that that truly makes you a deplorable human being. And I have absolutely zero respect for people like that. Absolutely zero respect. I have family who will tell me, you know, hey, by the way, Holly, um, you fucking suck at this and you fucking suck at that. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, well, that's empty. Um, I have family who say those kinds of things to me because I say, hey, by the way, like, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do that. I, I need to be able to prioritize my school. I need to be able to prioritize my life, my job, everything in between. And they let me know that I'm the biggest piece of shit in the world. Those kinds of statements used to bother me. They used to hit me in such a way that I would feel so guilty, so awful, and so just beside myself. When the truth is, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck. And I wish that there's a part of, excuse me, there's a part of me that wishes that I did give a fuck, but the truth is, is that I don't. I've created this podcast as a safe space for you, but also a safe space for me. And I'm here to let you know that like, if anybody tries to make you feel guilty about like, quote unquote, where you came from and how you've outgrown it and you guys can't see it, but I'm doing the air quotes while I'm doing it. I promise videos coming soon. But anyway, um, if someone has ever tried to make you feel guilty about leaving behind where you came from, au contraire. You have never forgotten where you have come from. You have never left behind where you have come from. You have never left behind traumatic events that have shaped the way that you see things now. Um, up until a couple of years ago, I could not smell lavender. Lavender made me sick. It made me sick to the point where I would have an anxiety attack. 
Uh, people didn't really understand why, and I didn't care to share it with them. Uh, it wasn't until mass amounts of therapy that I figured out that the reason why I don't like the scent of lavender is because, trigger warning, um, my rapist, or one of them, um, was wearing something lavender scented on his clothes. Uh, it took me a long time to figure out that that was what was bothering me. I am now in a place now where I'm like, oh my God, lavender's beautiful. I think it's amazing. It smells great. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to eat it in a fucking salad or shove it up my ass, but it's fine. But that takes a level of self-acceptance. That takes a level of self-awareness. That takes a level of healing. And I think that anybody who thinks that you've outgrown or outlived or forgotten where you've come from is mistaken because the truth is, is that I've never forgotten where I've come from. It lives within me every single day. Every single day, it lives beside me. It walks with me. Where I came from walks with me. It is why I deal with imposter syndrome so hard is because every single day I live a life that I prayed for as a child. I live a life as an adult that I would have felt safe with as a child. Every day I wake up in my own house and I look around my room and this is not a joke. I look around my room and I look at everything that I've hung up on the walls I look at everything that I am like staring at, whatever I've hung up, whatever I have in the room, my bottle of water next to my bed or anything like that. I look at it and I grab onto it for some reason mentally. And I think to myself, this is all me. I did this. I did this work. And absolutely nobody can take that away from me. So when people try to take your past and use it as ammunition about who you are now in the future, that says more about them because they're also stealing ammo from somebody else's box. Your life is great. You've made it this far. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you unless you're a sex offender, like I've said. But I also don't think sex offenders, the amount of times that I've fucking said that I hate sex offenders, um, I doubt that there's any that listen to this. Mm. But I want you to understand that it says so much more about somebody else when they use your past pain against you or they try to. Because your past pain is your past pain. It does not belong to that person. It is not theirs to dish out. It is not theirs to use against you. It is not theirs to say, oh yeah, well remember that time in fucking 12th grade when everybody wore overalls and overalls weren't even cool? Ooh, that's what it's giving. Go fuck yourself, Peggy. And sorry if I have any listeners named Peggy. It was just the first thing that I could think of. I don't think I have any listeners named Peggy. I, I, I don't know. But anyway, it's like, I feel like people don't understand how stupid they sound when they try to take ownership over pain that they didn't cause. And so they're like, oh yeah, well remember that time that you got a staph infection because you got a paper cut and you didn't clean it properly? That's how stupid you sound. 
Because what the fuck am I supposed to do with that information? Let's be real. Let's be transparent. Let's be honest. It's juvenile as fuck. Um, it's basically like saying, like, you can't sit with us. And it's giving that type of energy. But in a way where it's like, oh, yeah, well, guess what? You were fucking traumatized as a child or you didn't have a dad or your mom smoked crack. Neener, neener, neener. Okay, and your point? I have moved on from it. Have you? Because clearly me telling you that meant that you thought that you had creative license and creative freedom to tell me whatever the fuck you wanted to tell me. <clears throat> but what you don't realize is that don't hit the way that you thought it was going to. If anything, it makes me lose respect for you. Because the least you could do, the least you could do, is tell me that the outfit I'm wearing sucks. Or tell me that my shoes are ugly. Or tell me that my curls didn't look right today. Or that my eyeliner was running. What you shouldn't do is bring up pain that didn't belong to you. What you shouldn't do is take ownership over someone else's pain that you did not inflict. What you shouldn't do <clears throat> is capitalize on the fact that somebody was vulnerable enough with you to tell it to you. Mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. So that's why I say those are the worst types of humans. Because the truth of the matter is, we can sit here all day long and we can analyze it, co-analyze it, how, pick it apart, do everything we can, whatever. But the truth is anybody who is willing to commit to using your pain as ammunition to hurt you is one of the most insecure sons of bitches that have ever walked this earth. <laughs> wow, did I get a hiccup? I think so. Um, but you are not. Your pain doesn't make up who you are. Your past doesn't make up who you are. What you have been through does not make up who you are. And it never will. Has it shaped the way that you've conducted yourself in certain ways? Sure. Has it changed the way that you think about certain things? Absolutely. But... Is it all that you are? No. Is it all that you are ever going to be? No. Is it the thing that gave me the fire and the ammunition to do what I'm doing now? Sure. But without doing the hard work and going to therapy and working on myself, I wouldn't be here. If anything, that pain would have held me back. If I had stayed in that pain and let it be the thing that defines me, then yeah, I would, I would probably be that person. I would probably be that person for sure. I also think that there's a part of me that knows that had I attached a certain period of my life to that pain, um... I wouldn't be here today. Yeah, I wouldn't be here today. Now, the person who, the people's, I, the people's, the people out there that want to use your pain as ammo to hurt you, 
they think that what you're going to go home and you're going to do is put your toaster in the tub. Sorry, should have trigger warning that, but I'm not advising you to put your toaster in the tub. I just want you to know that. Um, please don't do that. Um, and if you've made it this far, just know that you are loved, you are worthy, and you are deserving of all things. Okay? Including really good vino. Um, but that person who thought that, like, they could, ooh, I gotcha now. She wore pink bows and today was purple. Do you hear how, like, childish and condescending and ridiculous that both of those that those statements sound that's how it sounds when someone uses your pain against you it sounds like middle school bully not even high school bully where they step the game up a little bit and they fight in the bathroom not even high school bully where they like maybe will fight at the bus stop it's giving middle school bully that's like that's right i wrote slut on her locker. Okay. What the fuck does that do to her? Absolutely nothing. But what it does do is the janitor has to clean it up. So you're an asshole for that. Um, middle school bullies tend to not think about consequences. And they also tend to not think about rationale when it comes to making their arguments. They just point out what's wrong and then go, neener, neener, neener. That's what you get. And it's very much like, that's what adults look like, and they don't realize it. Um, they don't realize it when they're in the moment and they're throwing your pain in your face. And they're sitting there telling you all of the things that, like, should make you sad. Like, oh, yeah, well, your dad didn't love you. Oh, yeah, well, your mom was a drug addict. These are all my examples, but I'm just saying we all have these examples in our lives. Maybe not as severe, maybe some as severe, whatever, Either way, you guys can DM me your stories because I love hearing from you guys, so that's fine. But, um, no, it's like, but, like, people think that when they sit on the other side of the table and they can go, oh, yeah, well, your dad didn't love you. Oh, yeah, well, your mom didn't love you. Oh, yeah, well, your brother did this. Or, oh, yeah, well, you lived in a van. Oh, yeah, well, you slept in your car. Oh, yeah, well, your mom was a drug addict. Oh, yeah, you were sex trafficked when you were a teen. Listen to how asinine you sound. Stay, ugh, throwing that in someone's face. All of those circumstances, they couldn't help. All of those circumstances were nothing that they could have done about it because they were a child. So you sound ignorant and you sound fucking stupid. And if you are the person that has used someone's pain to hurt them... Please know that I am talking to you, bitch. Please understand that I am talking to you. But if you are the person on the other end who has experienced this, please know that I'm also talking to you, bitch. I'm talking to you. That person who is throwing that shit at you is the most insecure person that ever walked this earth. They didn't have anything else to talk to you about because who you are currently didn't didn't do anything for them for them to insult. So what do they do? They have to harp on what you told them in confidence. Fuck those people. You hear me? Fuck those people. Also, my glass of wine smells like buttered popcorn, which is interesting. But 
To say the least, I just want to tell you guys that, like, you're deserving of all things. You're deserving of love. You're deserving of fair treatment. You're deserving of shit, a fair trial. Um, you're deserving of everything. And if someone in your life is choosing to take the pain that you have shared with them and throwing it in your face as a way to hurt you or insult you or belittle you, please understand that that call came from inside their house, not yours. And you are wonderful just the way that you are. Sure, everybody could use improving, but that's what we're here for, right? I'm I'm not speaking on a high horse. I'm telling you, like, this shit happens to me, too. It happens to me from my own family, even. It's, it's okay. Just know that when someone tries to use past pain that they don't own, and they try to use it as a thing to hurt you, just know it has nothing to do with you, and it has everything to do with them. I love you, and I want you to do something kind for yourself this week. Feel free to DM me, um the kind thing that you did for yourself this week. And for God's sakes, you guys send me enough DMs um, about the podcast. Can you start tagging the podcast in, like, the DMs that you're doing? Like, can you start, like, spreading the gospel? Uh, but anyway, that was a shameless plug. But I love you guys, and I'll see you next Sunday. And don't ever let an insecure motherfucker try to tell you anything or make you question your position. You deserve the world.